2: Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu
1: I won't let my body outweigh Outweigh everything that I'm made of Won't spend my life trying to change I'm learning to love who I am I am strong I feel free I know every part of me is beautiful And I will always Outward. if you feel it, put your hands in the air, show some love to the mirror while you're there, let's take it one day at a time, Did you and I outward.
3: Happy Saturday, Outway fam. Amy here. And I'm joined today by Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hi, Amy. Dylan Murphy, to be specific. And on Instagram, <laughs> dylanmurphy.rd. And you're a registered dietitian. That's what the RD yes. for. <laughs> and I'm on your Instagram right now. And as part of your bio, you have Ditch Diets Gain Freedom. And I got to yeah. say, that's what Outway is all about, is trying to find that freedom. Our tagline is a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. Mm, So that's why it's called outweigh. So what made you Mm. focus on Mm. this or be that type of dietitian? Because Lord knows there's other kinds. (laughs) Yeah,
4: gosh, there's so many other kinds. And I feel like oftentimes when I tell people I'm a dietitian, I'm like, let me explain what type of dietitian I am, because yeah, we're not all created equal. I think for me, once I experienced what like life outside of rules of calorie counting, all of, all of that was like for myself personally, which happened after I became a dietitian, I was like, I can't teach people things that I learned in school. I can't teach people how to count calories, what to eat, what not to eat, because there's so much freedom. Like I have in that tagline, like so much freedom that lies outside of, of diets that I've experienced for myself and and been able to help other clients experience as well. So I think my own personal experience has played a huge role and definitely wanting to help people just find that freedom.
3: And do you feel as though when you were in school, the main focus was teaching people how to diet? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, gosh,
4: I tell a lot of my clients and just a lot of people, like I feel like as dietitians, and I guess I can't speak for every program, but a lot of programs, we almost learn like, how to give people eating disorders to like put it bluntly. Like we learn a lot about strict calorie diets, what to eat, what not to eat. It's very like weight centric approach. And so this idea of like intuitive eating of more like weight neutral care was very foreign to me, honestly, until, I mean, I think I learned a lot about it through Instagram and then did a lot of like self-study on my own, did more like courses and training on like intuitive eating and eating disorders. Because even, gosh, in college, I probably had two lectures on eating disorders. And in my post-grad program to be a dietitian, I had like a one-week rotation in like an intensive treatment center for eating disorders. So we get very, very little training in that area.
3: Right. Which is, you know, part of the problem. And so for those of us listening, I feel Mm -hmm. like right now, yeah, I'm a listener too. And, you know, we wonder how we end up the way we end up. And it's because it's just the norm. It's like, it's what we hear from diet industry. It's what we see on Instagram. It used to be Mm -hmm. billboards, magazines, TV, (laughs) but that's been the narrative for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then that's what we've, that's what we're fed. And then, you know, just casual conversations with other humans and other dietitians. Yeah. That's that's the narrative. Like even when you showed up at my house, my father-in-law yeah. said, oh no, you're a, a dietitian. Are you here to tell me I can't have my ice cream? Yeah. And that's a normal, funny, ha ha, mm-hmm. but like also very serious yeah. nutritionist joke. And you were able to say, actually... <laughs> that's not what I do. Yeah. I would maybe encourage you to even, yeah, eat the ice cream. Yeah. You mentioned weight neutral. Mm-hmm. Can you just mm-hmm. define that for people? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. So
4: really weight neutral, what that means is like being able to look at someone for more than just like the size of their body. Because I think in, I keep going back a lot to like how we're trained as dietitians. we're taught to really look at weight as like the number one marker of health. But what mm-hmm. we know to be true and and what like research shows us is that that's not true. There's so many things outside of the size of our body that dictate our health status. In, in a weight neutral approach, the way I view it is really taking like a holistic approach to someone. So looking at the whole person of like, your stress, your emotions, your mental health, your friendships. Um, sure, we look at physical health. We look at are you eating vegetables, that sort of thing. But really looking at like the whole picture of someone's health instead of just honing in on like the size of
3: their body. There's a post you put up on Instagram in late May that actually said, in comparison to all the other things you've lost to your eating disorder, doesn't weight seem so insignificant? Mm and i look back to when my eating disorder was mm-hmm. ruling my life mm-hmm. and yes my stress level was high yeah uh, my friendships were poor my relationships yeah. my capacity to do other things just everything was second to mm-hmm. the eating disorder i you know was having a conversation with a friend you know the other day about just who i was when they first met me mm-hmm. and my eating disorder arrived on the scene when I was a teenager. Yeah. But then somehow I got a grip of at least the purging part mm-hmm. for I, I realized I thought because I got rid of that that I got rid of my eating disorder. Yeah. But I adopted all mm. kinds of other disordered behaviors like yeah. orthorexia
4: mm-hmm.
3: and working out nonstop and not enjoying mealtime and family mm-hmm. and friends. But the bulimia part came back. Mm in 2014. So I went over a decade without Mm -hmm. that. And I thought I was doing pretty good. And I probably was better, all things considered. For sure. But it came back and my relationship with certain people just formed around that time. There's Mm -hmm. a few people in my life that I met around that time. Mm -hmm. And the version of me that they met was spiraling, Mm -hmm. but they didn't know it. Because yeah. I wasn't saying mm-hmm. it took me a minute or a couple of years to admit I'm my eating disorders back, and yeah. then to even admit finally I needed to get into some sort of recovery. Mm. But those relationships weren't built with a strong foundation, yeah, because I was so self-absorbed. Mm. It's a very selfish. I don't. Did we call it a disease? It's a yeah, very, okay, I think so it's a disorder. Just, that's what, yes, yeah, that's, there we go. Yes. Eating <laughs> disorder, duh, disordered behavior. Yes. I don't know yes. why it's based on that, <laughs> but it's a very selfish thing. And I know it's hard to, you know, face that reality, mm-hmm. but it takes up so much of your yeah. brain space that you don't have room for much else. Yeah. And unfortunately, it starts to take over and it just spreads like a wildfire within Mm. you. And then, okay, yeah, now you have no control. It's Mm -hmm. It's still selfish, but you don't feel like you can even get out even if you want to. Yes.
4: I love the imagery of a wildfire because I feel like that's exactly how eating disorders can so often start. Of like, it may be one little spark of like, oh, I just need to like lose a few pounds, eat a little bit less here, do this, do that. But then it so easily immerses into this like, huge problem. And I think what you said of it being this like selfish kind of self-centered thing. One thing I want to add on that too is like, it doesn't mean that you like are choosing to be sick or choosing to have a problem. Like if you're listening and you're like, gosh, I do struggle with an eating disorder. Like I am so focused on myself. There is a way that you can get help. There's a way you can get out of it. And it can also feel like you, you are stuck and that you can't get out of it. But yeah, I love, I love what you said about, friends as well because I think I don't it's easy to think that like, oh well, my friends are only gonna like me if I'm like this size or like what what would they think if I tell them I'm struggling with an eating disorder?
1: cure or prevent any disease.
2: at PurdueGlobal. Edu,
4: I'm curious for you and those like with your friends. Were you able to like share with them what you're struggling with? Did they already know? Or? Eventually,
3: but I think really the problem with me and this is layers deep. It's mm-hmm. not just the eating disorder. It's stuff sure. from. It's just lack of connection. Mm. You've got so much going on inside your head. You don't yeah. have room to really truly connect. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then there's the whole thing. Like, how can you love others if you're not loving yeah. yourself. Not yourself. Mm-hmm. And what's your relationship like with yourself? How are you showing up for you? Yes. And then in turn, that affects how you show up for others. Mm. And you kind of have these, at least for me, I can only speak for myself. I had these, you know, eating disorder goggles on mm-hmm. like to the world. Yeah. I was trying to be fine. Yeah. But I was still viewing everything through my goggles. And mm. I, know, I wasn't someone that had the thoughts of, of my friend's are only going to like me if I'm thin. For sure. It just affected connection mm-hmm. with people, even my own spouse, mm-hmm. my children, yeah. anybody. It's mm-hmm. not, it, And then also it affected, well, part of connection, this is like a little piece, like if we were to branch off from that, mm-hmm. it's, you know, enjoying each other, yeah. meal time, going out to eat. It's something we've discussed multiple times of, you know, just missing out, you stay home because you mm. don't want to be faced with the fear of having to eat something yeah. that doesn't fit into your box mm-hmm. or you'll have no way to, you know, go work it off afterwards yeah. or get rid of it. Yeah. And so you just choose to stay home. So mm. think that's lack of connection right yes. there. And we yes. were built for community mm. and it's a very isolating yes. disorder. Oh, hugely. And so that's where Outweigh comes in and mm. having experts on like you and people sharing their stories and is that glimmer of hope for people that it's okay. You're not just listening right now and we're not yelling at you that you're selfish and there's no hope. It's more like, Hey, I was selfish. I can see it. Yeah, And it took over to where I wasn't really trying to be selfish. Mm. Yeah, It just was out of my control, Mm -hmm. but I had to make the choice to take, take charge of my own destiny and start do we, so if someone is listening right now and they're like, okay, oh, well, I want to take charge, yeah, but what's the first step? Mm,
4: I'm, I love that you said this. I actually posted something, I think it was even like yesterday or maybe two days ago. On well, I have your Instagram, let yeah. me pull it
3: up. <laughs> oh, just scroll. Okay, hold on. I think I, <laughs> you probably yes, know yes. it's yes. the very last thing, at okay. least at Perfect. the time we're recording this, that yes. you posted. And is it the one where you said change will not yes. happen unless you choose it? Yes, boom, yes. So I tell my clients that all the time because,
4: and I think in the um caption, I wrote like. I tell clients all the time, like, I can't want recovery for you more than you want it for yourself. I can't want freedom from diets for you more than you want it yourself. And for gosh, all of my clients, even just all human beings across the world, like I want everyone to be able to experience freedom with food, freedom in their body, because I think it just brings so much more fullness to your life. But yeah, the first step, I think first, is that like awareness of, okay, something's not working, there's a problem. I need help with this. And then I think a great place, well, one, if you're listening to this episode, you've already started at a great place, like listening to podcast episodes, all about recovery and eating disorders and food freedom, but even reaching out for support. I think this is something like Amy mentioned, where it's easy to be isolated and kind of stuck in this journey by yourself. And your eating disorder loves that; it wants to be isolated. So, the more you can bring it to the light and bring someone else into your journey, like a therapist, a dietitian, preferably both, can be huge. And there's there's great resources out there. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of the exact names, but even if you just Google like eating disorder dietitian
3: near me, wherever you happen to live, or a therapist that specializes therapist. Yes. in eating disorders, like our mutual friend Cat Defada, yes, absolutely, because it's very important. You could easily. Fall into a therapist that doesn't have eating disorder training Mm -hmm. or focus, and they might—they could make (laughs) make it worse. worse.
4: (laughs) So (laughs) So yeah, just saying that. Yeah, with dietitians, you Mm -hmm. could find someone that would kind of come alongside your eating disorder, and we don't want that. So yeah, and, and that's a great place. Even like opening up to family and friends, which can be so hard, and I think could be a whole nother podcast episode in it's out, but like inviting someone else into your journey that's in your day-to-day life that can keep you accountable too.
3: Well, you're going to be back next week. So maybe we talk more yeah. into that like next Saturday, yeah. Dylan's going to be on the next two Saturdays. So including today, three total. And under this post that you put up about, you know, change will not happen unless you choose it. You had someone comment named Natalie, and I like this, so I'm going to read their comment. And she said, yes, we are only a choice away from changing our attitude minute to minute, which in turn leads to a better life by small choices Mm -hmm. adding up. And sometimes we look at the mountain and the climb seems too much. Yeah, But one choice, mm. one step towards it gets us to the top Yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. Yes, But I know it takes time. I'm sure you as an expert mm-hmm. in this field can just say you mm-hmm. have to be incredibly patient with yourself and give yes. yourself so much grace.
4: Yes. Cause it does. It takes time. And I think it can be daunting. Like when you recognize I need help, I'm tired of struggling with these behaviors I'm struggling with. It can feel so daunting of like, okay, well, how do I go from now to recovery and to this freedom that you're talking about. But I think exactly like that comment Amy just read, it's like step-by-step waking up every morning, like, okay, what's one thing I can do today to talk back to my eating disorder? What's one thing I can do today to choose recovery and having that same mindset every
3: day? For me, one of the things was like I had to wake up and for so long I restricted breakfast. Mm -hmm. So my one thing that I would wake up and do is I didn't care if I was hungry or not, I went and ate breakfast. Yeah,
4: which is like... A huge thing for so many people because I think breakfast is an easy one to skip.
3: Yes, because, you know, we're told, like, And some people are able to do that and they don't have just know this is this is for outweighed this is for the people with disordered behaviors because I have some friends that are like oh no I mean I'm doing this for my brain and Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm sharper if I yeah that's great it is it doesn't they can still go out and enjoy time with friends Mm -hmm. they don't have to go to the gym yeah five times a day like there are people that are able to do it and that's Mm -hmm. sometimes where it gets tricky and maybe we can dive into that next Saturday with Mm -hmm. the family and friends thing because sometimes we have family and friends that don't quite get it. Yes. And they're like, well, but this is what I do. <laughs> yes, And it, you just have to really know that just because someone else is doing it, it's not for you. That's why people on Instagram posting what they yeah. eat in a day is so ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Don't compare yourself. <laughs> yeah. We cannot compare ourselves at all. You have a podcast, right? I do. Yeah. So it's called free method
4: podcast. And Every week, it's either myself or I'm interviewing other guests, so other um, just experts in the area, whether it's therapists, dietitians, or just people, I mean, even similar to Amy, who like have a history with with an eating disorder or disordered eating. Um, We've also kind of expanded some into, I'm a new mom, so lots of conversation around just like motherhood and body image and, and really just everything that encapsulates like, Living Life Free of Diets and Eating Disorders.
3: Say the name of it one more time in case people want to leave this episode and go listen. Yes,
4: so it's called Free Method, F-R-E-E, Method Podcast. And you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: Awesome. And then your Instagram handle, I'll give that one more time in case people want to go. Maybe screenshot. I'm a big screenshotter of oh, yeah. encouragement that I see on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Someone I screenshot a lot is Mel Robbins. Do you oh, yes. follow her? <laughs> yes. She's so great. Yes. And Kat and I talk about her all the time. Uh-huh. But I, she, so another tip that she has for starting her day off strong mm-hmm. is to, she has the five second rule to get out of bed. So Mm, five, four, three, two, one, get up. Yes. And then we were talking about, you know, what you do when you wake up earlier, but she Uh loves to high five herself in the mirror. Oh. And that uh might be something you could Uh try. That could be step one. It's just get out of bed and go to the mirror and look at yourself and say, high five, you can do this. You can go eat breakfast, Mm -hmm. high five. Yes. And- it might be daunting, but it's just that repetition. Mm-hmm. It's waking up every day and making that choice. Yeah. Waking up every day and making the next right choice. And you build those new neural pathways. Yeah, And then it
4: starts to become a habit where that becomes more easy to do. And you look back of like, oh, wow, now I do this like so seamlessly. I eat breakfast and don't even think twice about it. I get out of bed, high five myself in the mirror. And it's a habit now.
3: Yeah. You have another post that says a haiku about dieting. <laughs> And I'm laughing because my daughter uh, just wrapped eighth grade and she had mm. this uh, ELA test or something. Yeah. She's had to write a haiku. Uh-huh. And yours is just, um, I think it's 715 7. 15, 7. Is know, that a haiku? I think so. Yeah. I probably couldn't write a real haiku, but yes. Yes. I think it is. And um, yours is just no, 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 no. And the next line is no, 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 no. And so, really, we just want to leave you with that is mm. if you get a crazy idea in your head to maybe <laughs> try some new. Diet. And there's a lot of posers out there. They're trying Mm -hmm. to say they're not a diet, but they are 100% a diet. diet. Yes.
4: If they say they're not a diet, they're a diet. (laughs) Right. Because there's no
3: diet. There's, there's, okay. So just say, say it with us. No, 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 (laughs) no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. (laughs) So that's what you have to say to yourself is no. And then go high five yourself for being like, yes. Yes. No, except <laughs> for yes. Breakfast. <laughs> and then go And breakfast, yes. Okay, well, Dylan, thank you so much for uh, joining today. And then, yes. yeah, Dylan's going to be back the next two Saturdays. We just want to leave you all with hope and encouragement mm-hmm. to tackle the rest of your weekend and take care of yourself and find a way where you can connect with someone else today, whatever yeah. that looks like. So that way you get out of your own head mm-hmm. and start investing into relationships in your life that really matter because, mm-hmm. you know, a relationship with food, (laughs) ends up pretty lonely. And that's who I spent a lot of time with for many years. Mm. Lots of food alone in my room, watching something. (laughs) And, you know, it's only cool for a minute. So there's more to life. And um, yeah, we wish you the best. See y'all next weekend. Bye.
6: With just 2 capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at getsmartburn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's getsmartburn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose nose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
5: Com.